Gregoire, Dan Beeston, smart enough to know better. to episode 16 of Smart Enough to Know Better. 16 episodes. That's right. I'm learning about science, comedy, and ignorance. It, it, it's it's going to go on, ladies and gentlemen, but this one is going to start now. Wow, well, it's a good beginning, but, uh, yeah. 16! Here's something interesting about the number 16. I'll go on then. 16. If you think about it, 16, what's 16? Four, four fours. Four fours. Four it's squared. Four, it's four, four squared. squared it's yep. 16, but two to the four is also 16. Ooh. So two by two by two by two is 16. Four by four is 16. It's the only number that does that. Ah. So you can go four to the two, or you can go two to the four. Just yeah. switch the digits around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. M to the N or N to the M. Let's even put it scientifically, nice. mathematically. That's the only interesting thing I could find out about it. 16. That's it. 16. And there's lots of jokes we can make about, yes, how about Sweet Six? Our podcast is Sweet 16 and never been brought, uh, nationally syndicated. Oh, God. There you go. Never been. I think, so, because the old one is uh, Sweet 16 and never been f***. Kiss. We, we f- this one episode too. Kiss. F- Kiss. Started f***. Kiss. And, uh, oh, Dan. Dan as Dan, as Dan, it gets Dan, older, Dan, it gets Dan. less and less. <laughs> Are we, oh, that's where we're aiming at. This is the start of this podcast. We're just going blue, are we? Are we just, that's it? We're just going to go in blue? Yes. We're going in blue. Going in blue. Put the blue lights on. Dan's going in blue. Yeah. Woo. Let's f*** this podcast. <laughs> just recently, there was a big cyclone that hit the coast of New York. Yes. Well, a hurricane. That's right, a hurricane. Yes. What's the difference? Uh, going around the wrong way. Ours go clockwise, theirs go anti-clockwise. Ah, wrong. Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere. What about typhoon? Typhoon. Well, it's Northern Hemisphere. So that would have to go anti-clockwise. But it's, it's, it's a type of hurricane? It's a typhoon. It's a typhoon. Yeah. Indeed. I learned something <laughs> that blew my friggin' mind the other day. What's that? Hurricanes yes. travel in one direction. Yes. Cyclones travel in the reverse direction. Yes. Not true. Yeah. Not true. Really? They're all called tropical cyclones. Right. For, so from a scientific point of view, yes. they're all called tropical cyclones, even if they don't start in the tropics, which they always do. <laughs> right. Okay, but they still, but due to the, they still, they rotate anti-clockwise. They do rotate. So, uh, in the southern hemisphere, tropical yes. cyclones rote counterclockwise. Uh, clockwise. Or anti-clockwise. Clockwise. Clockwise? Clockwise. We go clockwise. clockwise. No, ours go clockwise. Clockwise. Southern hemisphere, they go clockwise. Northern hemisphere, so, they go anti-clockwise. anti-clockwise. All right. Yes. But what defines them as a hurricane, mm-hmm. you only get hurricanes in the, the northeast Pacific Ocean. Or the North Atlantic Ocean. Right. Why? If it's in the, because that's what. That's the name of it. That's how you define them. Right. That, uh, if a hurricane, if it starts up there, it's a hurricane. If it starts in the northwest of the Pacific, that's a typhoon. Right. And if it starts in the South Pacific, it's a cyclone. Ah, there you go. If it starts in the South Indian Ocean, it's a tropical cyclonic storm. Right. I believe it is. But if it starts above the equator Mm -hmm. in the Indian Ocean, it's a cyclone. Uh, even though it's traveling the wrong even way. Even though it's traveling uh, in the uh, reverse direction, the, the reverse to, a normal direction to a normal cyclone. Oh, so it depends go. on where in the world. What's more powerful, a hurricane or a cyclone? I would say they're about the same. Not at all. Really? A hurricane is mm. much more in, is much stronger than a cyclone. A, a category three hurricane mm. is the same speed as a category five cyclone. There you go. So if a category mm. five hurricane hits the coast, that's like, a Category 5 cyclone, which is right up the upper end of the scale. <laughs> That's very confusing. So the scale's there. So yes. everyone was saying, oh, well, because we had Cyclone Yahtzee hit the coast Yahtzee! of Australia. 
And everyone in Australia was like, oh, well, you had that Category 5 Katrina, and it was uh, a tiny little dot. And we've got a Category 5 here, and it's gigantic. It covers well, the whole a whole state. Here's a question, though. There's yep. anything to do with it's a cyclones over a wider area, maybe, than hurricanes? No, no. It's just the, 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 the measurement. So so basically, the North Atlantic produces more violent storms than, than the Pacific Ocean. No, it's just the scale. You see, if... <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's the way of measuring. Right. So if you had a, a cyclone off the coast of Australia yes. that b- just became a Category 5. Yes. So winds in excess of 270 kilometres an hour, is it? Yep. Yep. Something like that. Then it would still be a Category 3 so far as the wind speed of hurricanes. Hurricanes. Right. A severe tropical cyclone Category 3, mm-hmm. when it changes from being a tropical cyclone 2 to a tropical cyclone 3, yes. that's the point where it actually stops being a tropical storm in a in America and becomes mm. a hurricane category oh, one. Oh, I see. They, right. I, yes. they, they've got, so we, we have a low, right. Okay. So we, we call them cyclones. They call them tropical storms. Yes. And then they turn into hurricanes. So it's just the, the gradations are different. Indeed. That makes more sense. I was trying to work out. I Indeed. I think hurricanes are more powerful than cyclones. No, no. I couldn't work out why they'd be more. So the, what you're saying is if you have a category five cyclone, they yep. like ones that wiped out Darwin, I think, back in 1974, mm. Tracy, Cyclone Tracy, that was category five if, or yep. four to five. That was a category five cyclone. But well, that would still be as bad as the one that hit, hit the Katrina that hit the, the um, uh, well, hit I, I, I know about Yazi. I, I looked up y- okay. Cyclone Yazi. Yes. Uh, now that crossed our coast. That was a category five. But according to the not scale... Not when it hit the coast, it wasn't, was it? Yeah. Was it? It oh. just it got up to Category 5 and then oh, hit okay. the coast. Because oh. it's only going to slow down once it crosses the... hits land and yep. all, the, all the land slows it down. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it crossed the coast as a Category 5, but in the it's American not the land, scale... It's not land slowing it down, by the way. It's just got no water, more water being pulled out of the sea. Oh, That's right. why they weaken, because they, they're no longer... They're powered by, yeah. by the hot air and the water in there. So it's not, the land's why they... Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yes, Yazi crossed the coast... We mm. call it a Category 5, mm-hmm. but on the American scale, it would have just got into the Category 4 hurricane oh, speeds. Oh, interesting. And that blew my mind, because I've grown up knowing exactly what you said, that hurricanes go one way and cyclones go the other. Yes. And then I was but looking... But they do. But in... <laughs> that's, yes, that's still right. But in the Indian Ocean, uh, yes. Bangladesh, yes. constantly getting hammered yes. by cyclones, cyclones despite going, the fact it's north the of way. the now, equator. What's interesting, it's very close to the equator, though, so I'm intrigued whether there'd be much rotation at all. See, the rotation, you get more extreme rotation the further from the equator well, you go. Well, it's, 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 it's a fair way. It's, well, it, yeah, um, it's, it's, far, it's far enough. It's far enough, so it still gets rotation. They're all tropical. But a hurricane will never go the other way around. You're not going to get a hurricane going clockwise. That's not mm. possible. No, 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 that's fine. It, that's okay. Because that, that doesn't freak me out as much. I, I see what you're saying, but, yeah. but hurricanes go anti-clockwise. Do you know what they call them in the South Atlantic? No, I don't. They don't call them anything. Oh. There's no special name for them because they're so rare. Oh, okay. So you just don't have big storms down there. Uh, they don't. They don't turn into cyclone into tropical cyclones very often. But if they, if they do happen, it's a it's a tropical cyclone. There's some interesting islands in that area. There's a there's mm. an island there. It's called Impossible Island or something. <laughs> awesome. And. It, the entire island is 800 meter cliff faces, mm. and no one can get on there. 800 meter above the sea level, nearly a kilometer high. Uh-oh. 800 Uh-oh. meters. Oh, okay, that's probably a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Huge. It's, but yeah, great big sheer cliff faces. So it's, it's a sea mount, basically. Yeah, miss, and, and no one's. And I think like there's been one expedition that managed to make it to the top because <laughs> they couldn't land a helicopter there or anything, oh. and so they had to get rock climbers in to climb up there. I know the British own some bit of land out, some weird little island. And I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they and they claim that, and they're like, no, it's ours. And they, and they, and they farm sh- lobsters there or something. And they, well, they make sure, as far as, as far as I was with nothing, no one lives there anymore because they've got an automated lighthouse. But they they claim it. They're very 
much that you have to go there and sit on it and go, no, it's ours, so no one else can oh, okay. claim it. No, it's there's a, a, an island in the same area, uh, which is a volcanic island, mm. but they catch lobsters. Mm, okay. And they farm lobsters, and so they're like the best lobsters in the world or something. But everything else they import in. <laughs> they have to. People want to hold on to their land, you see. Yeah. Because especially if you're down there and you want to have little bases on it or radar, radar, so you can see where your enemies are coming. So there you go. Hurricanes go. Yeah. So a hurricane has a different scale to cyclones. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the most powerful cyclone will be as powerful as the most powerful hurricane. It doesn't matter what they're called. Yes. Yeah. A Cat 3 hurricane is different to a Cat 3, three cyclone. cyclone. Hmm. And once hmm. I discovered this, I started looking at various news articles and hmm. it will actually say Category 5 hurricane, Category 4 cyclone. Right. I was like, oh, okay. To explain to us silly Australians, your weak storms are weak. I felt so manly when our when we were getting Category Five cyclones. But you still can be manly. What are you talking about? There's still going to be whether it's a low Category Five or a high Category Five. That just means they go, oh well, we just call it three. But then they our Category Five then breaks into three, four, five for them. It's still the same yeah. thing. It's still it's still a big mighty storm that comes crashing through. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll get inside. I, I'm I'm not sure what your point is, but it sounds very very heartfelt. I just like a nice sunny day. Are you a billionaire who has lost his way in the world? Do you ever get the urge to dress up and wreak havoc across town? Do you have an inexplicable fear of a common object or animal? Hi, I'm Bruce Wayne, and you should sign up at Wayne's School for Affluent Youngsters. For the low, low price of $1 billion, I will make sure your parents are gunned down in Crime Alley, unleashing your inner potential and allowing you to slake your thirst for justice on the cowardly and superstitious evildoers of your home city. Not sure if this amazing offer is for you? Then listen to these testimonials from local gymnast Dick Grayson. Don't be robbing yourself of this amazing offer. So don't delay. Get on your red phone immediately. Once your payment has gone through, all you have to do is sign on the dotted line and SWAT on ME! And soon you will become the hero you deserve because you can take it! Call now on 555-555. Oracle is waiting to take your call. Wayne School for Affluent Youngsters takes no responsibility for pronounced zoology, wrestler-induced paraplegia, omega-force-induced time travel, and coulrophobia. Listeners of the podcast may remember that I'm a vegetarian. I do not let the flesh of an animal touch my lips. I'm a listener of the podcast. Did you Tell know me this? more. <laughs> I mean, I eat products of animals. I'm not a vegan, but I don't eat animal flesh. And because I... I just, I just like the notion of chickens, like just sewing shirts. I'm like, I'll wear a shirt made by a chicken, <laughs> but I'm not going to eat the chicken. <laughs> that would be cruel. Make me more bling. Anyway, uh, so I, I don't... And I have ethical reasons for that. I don't believe that human beings need to... Well, especially first world human beings like myself don't need yeah. to eat the flesh of an animal to survive. So I don't. That's great. I found out something very exciting. There yep. are these Netherlands scientists yes. who have created... Manufactured meat. Ooh. And I've, I've heard about this quite a few times. And, and, and over the years... I read it in a, in a Bob the Angry Flower comic. <laughs> Must be true. Yeah. But these guys are saying within six months, we will have manufactured meat sausages in the shops. Now, I, grain of salt with our... Sounds delicious. And, and they use uh, pig cells that have been fed human... No, human. human I mean, no humans. Ah, it's, <laughs> not, it's not people. Soiled sausages. <laughs> How are you all over that? The pig cells that have been cultured 
and fed horse fetal serum. Yeah. Now that makes me go. Uh, are you? How are you getting that? You can make yeah, stem cells. It's like, you yeah. can. You I, can I make, made some fake bacon using just pig cells. Yeah. That, yeah. And I, I have no problem with delicious the pig, pig well, cells. Well, the pig, the pig, you, you can culture pig cells from a pig, but yeah. I worry where the horse fetal serum is coming from. Did you have to kill a horse and scrape its insides out to get it? Or, of course, with stem cells and things like that, you can just regress. You can take a skin cell from a horse and regress it back to a stem cell state. That can be done. It's okay. just more expensive. So I don't know. They didn't explain that in the New Scientist. Yeah, because yeah, the thing is, if you start farming this, whatever, however you make it in bulk, yes. surely you're like, Somehow. well, we need a lot of pig cells and now. It, but you can, but you grow, that's the whole point. You're growing the pig cells. Okay. And you, make, you grow them in a vat. That's the whole point. Okay. You don't have to shoot a pig. Otherwise, you just killing a pig. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're taking the cells and you're culturing the cells. Pig was like asking skin, for it. Like skin cells. They take skin cells from you. And you they hear grow... what that pig said about your mother? <laughs> yeah, they, they vegetarians, skin... you <sighs> pacifists. I was back in pig nam. Okay, pig nam. <laughs> All right, another pig nam. <laughs> Sorry. So you can take your skin cells. They can make more skin cells of your skin and put it over your wounds nowadays. So you, you can yeah, do that yeah. sort of stuff. So you can take pig cells. Now, like Dark Man. Yes, like Darkman. I Man. love that. Not Darkman. That's a very Darkman is very different. Darkman. Darkman. Liam Neeson's by, um, greatest role. The, very possibly. <laughs> and one of the best movies by uh, the guy who did Spider-Man. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi, yes. Beautiful yes. Sam Raimi film. Because he was allowed to go a little bit crazy and not, not sort of do it. Yeah, not be Hollywood about it. Yeah. Anyway, so this pig flesh, this fake pig flesh, is is growing quite well. I've always heard the problem, they're only small at the moment, seven and a half centimetres long by, I think it's two centimetres thick, so they're tiny little, little Oh, okay, strips. that's not too uh, they're, they're intimidating. St- they're strips at the moment. My biggest issue, which I'd heard in the past, was the vascular system. You, it's very, once it gets big, like if you had a, the size of this room, a vat of you know, a fake flesh or yep. manufactured flesh, you can't get blood to the cells. Yeah. So I'm interested in how they're going to solve that problem. But the idea that they can grow this stuff and make sausages out of it mm. is brilliant. Now, there's a downside at the moment. Yes. <laughs> it, uh, it's, it doesn't have any hemoglobin, so it's white. Ah, uh, yes. Whitish. Well, like, like chicken. Uh, whiter than that. and, and suppose- Like fish. I suppose so, yeah. I suppose, but they, they don't have, they have different colored, yeah, they don't have red blood cells, so they, yeah, yeah. it gives it a different color. And they're not too sure about the texture of it at this point. They're not allowed to eat it, are they? No, against the law. But they are exercising it. I did some research into this. The original article didn't say this, but it did some research. I think they just didn't want to freak people out anymore. What they do is they grow it on two bits of Velcro, and then they pull the Velcro aside every day. So, you know, when you, when you exercise, when you yeah. damage, well, damaging, damaging your muscles, and, and that's what makes you stronger, because yep. your body grows up more muscle. So what you're doing is pulling them apart slightly and damaging the muscle of this pig muscle and therefore it goes oh grow grow and it grows into they're saying the consistency will probably be like that of meat but no, oh, okay. one, no one knows yet but I'm all, all over that that'd be brilliant yeah. I, will, I will love that I will, I will devour large amounts of, of that and I know people go oh the, people might not like it because they, well, they're vegan so they won't eat it at all fair mm-hmm. enough or people might not like it because it's like genetically modified but I'm, I'm fine with genetically yeah. modified food oh, I'm excited with the mycoproteins uh, at the moment it's just corn Corn, you know, corn. Yes, it's yes. like fake sausages, but yeah. it's made out of mycoproteins, which are the proteins from fungus. Yes, it's a type of fungus, yeah. So it's not mushrooms. No. But they grow it in vats and stuff, and then they make it into the consistency of meat. So it's a really good meat substitute. It, it is. It is. Um, I eat it a lot. Uh, what I, why I like it when I was looking into it, it, why it works is because it's got texture of meat. There's long, long grain, if you want to put it that way. Like, yeah. And that's the fibers. That's the, that's the fungal fibers as mm-hmm. they're growing and holding on. So you get that kind of, when you bite into it, you're not just going, oh, it's mush. Yeah. It, it actually has some, some, some 
resistance. Now, I know why they're making sausages, because let's face it, sausages are pretty much mush anyway. Yeah. So they don't have to go, it's a T-bone! It's like, no, 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 it, it's a sausage. And and, it, and they're saying that if, we don't have to use any water to, to have the cows around. Yeah. We don't have to farm the cow. You just grow the meat. 96% pollution from the farming will yeah. go away. And, of course, no cruelty. That's the whole no point. No cruelty. Depending on where they get that horse serum. Now, my interesting thought is, yeah. the next level of this will be I could ring up a restaurant and I could say, here's a hundred dollars and a cell sample. I'll be around on Friday. I want you to make me a wah steak. Wagyu steak. Ah. 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 Sorry. I was hoping more of a reaction to that. That was the reaction you deserved. (laughs) But you can have a steak. But imagine the black market of like getting the stems of, like hot supermodels yeah. and stuff. I am totally eating hot supermodel. Help, you're the guy who likes women. Uh, your hand, you I don't know, I don't. Scarlett Johansson. I, I don't remember their names. Oh, nice. I just remember no, it's Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. So you get, I, so you you get, get Scarlett. Scrape, 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 I'd like Scarlett steak, please. Yeah, I'd like that. Yes, you could grow anyone. You could just grow... But, How would you like your Scarlett Johansson? I'd like it done well. <laughs> Oh dear! Please leave my restaurant, sir. <laughs> but would it be awesome to eat yourself? If you pardon the expression. Well, I've always said it would be awesome to go into a restaurant, just donate a liter of blood, have them fry it up, and make some human gravy. Nice. We yeah. should, we're going to start a restaurant. They're smart enough to know about a restaurant. We'll serve your your meat as steak and your blood as gravy. Nice, nice. What do we call it? Soylent, Soylent Town. So, uh, yeah, so- What's eating you? <laughs> you are. Soil- Soylent me is people! Soylent me. Soylent me. That's what it is. It's Soylent me. Soylent me is people! We know. We paid a hundred bucks for it. Oh, oh, oh. Now that's a terrifying future. Imagine. Yes, could you imagine? Get all the beautiful people of the world. Mm. So you just get to say, hi, I'm... Give me a beautiful person. Tom Cruise. Hi. I'm Tom... I'll, I'll get a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a height joke. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Do you want to eat me? Well, come on down to Soylent Me and get your oh. mouth around me. Imagine, because they'd be awesome. With your Scarlett Johansons or your Christina Rickies. <laughs> We're old people. Oh, my God. Christina Ricky. Who's she a girl? Was, she was, was Wednesday Adams, you know. Who's still a girl? <laughs> just standing there with a wonderful picture, mm. just holding a plate with what appears to be steak on it, yeah. and it's the same meat that's in her rump. Also, just resting her rump Would on you the like steak. to try my rump? Yeah, yeah just ah. taking a boob and placing it ah. on a steak. A, a steak. On a plate. Sorry. Take a boob, place it on a plate, and just have that picture going, Hi, come on and eat some Soylent Me. It's like jelly. I, we, could, <laughs> we could do this. We're going to be millionaires! A little, little flag in the top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drooling over the mice. And you, could, you could sit there and go, oh, I'm not too sure who I'm going to who I'm going to vote for. So I'll try some Julia Gillard steak, <laughs> and I'll try some Tony Abbott steak, and we'll then we'll eat them. And I go, oh, I found Tony Abbott a bit a bit unpalatable. But Julia, I'm Gillard, not a big fan of red meat. Yeah, and you yeah, don't really like hey, red meat. Hey, it's very good. Uh, and, uh, uh, and so I don't know who to vote for. I, I sure as hell I have a side of greens, thanks. Hey! Hey! Hello? Mr. Gregoire? Yes? Good morning, sir. Department of Fair Trade. Just following up on a complaint. If I could ask you a few questions? Fair Trade? Yes, sir. Just a few questions regarding your registered business. I don't have a registered business. Trading with a lapsed business, eh? 
That won't reflect well on you. What? No, I never had a business. You just don't know when to keep your mouth shut, do you, sir? I don't provide a service. Well, that doesn't explain the advertising that I'm here to talk to you about. Advertising? Indeed. We've had a complaint that when a potential client tried to collect on a service that you offered in your ad, that you refused them. Not only that, that you insulted them and hung up the phone. Ad? What ad? I have a photograph of the offending advertisement. It's in Biro for a good time call Greg and then my phone number. Where was this taken? A public toilet in Albert Park. So you found this message in a public toilet. That's not important, sir. You are dutifully required by law to provide eager patrons with the aforementioned good time. So? So? What? So, can I have a good time? What? You know, a good time. You can come in and play Xbox if you like. No, no, I, I mean a, a really good time. Oh! State law requires that prostitution services cannot be provided unless my abode is registered as a legal brothel. Providing a sexual service to you would be, sadly, against the law. Goodbye! We can still cuddle! start out is, so what do you think of this, Greg? This. Well, you're f***ing wrong! Nearly every time, I'm like, <laughs> can I, I, I very rarely start with, and now I'm going to f*** down up. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the, the things that really excite me are things where I go, I'm really wrong, but I can't go on and go, yeah. I'm really wrong. Yes. It's more fun to go, let's recreate the experience that That's I had. Fair enough, thanks. I just look like a dick yeah. all the yeah. time. Ah, look, feel free to bring it. No, no, no I'm table. a nice person. As but everyone, I'm always right about stuff. As everyone says in the co- in the competition, it, nearly everyone I've talked to has gone, <gasps> The competition! Dan, Dan won, Dan won, but Greg was really nice. I've had so many people say that to <laughs> So many, I'm like, you're telling me! Yep. Can you tell us how a hologram works? You're going to be so Hologram. nice, dressed up as a superhero. God damn it, that's still coming, uh, ladies and gentlemen. still coming. I've, it, I've got the wheels in motion. We've we've had to put it on I've back. got the capes uh, alo- aloft. I'm actually quite excited by it. The competition was, we did science for a year, and we challenged each other every uh, every month to yes. a scientific question. And in the end, Dan won by a lot, and... The, the forfeit was... embarrassing amount, is what I call it. Quite, it was quite a beating. I took quite a drubbing. So I, I had now have to wear a superhero costume in a public place. Found a, science. Spouse science for the community. That's right. And so we, we are still doing it. People are interested. Please just wait. We, unfortunately, I had to go away. I had to live sort of far away for a while. And, and we just had to be busy yep. to organize it. But as Dan said, it's all coming up. It will yep. be happening soon. I promise it will still happen. We will tell people about it. If people in Brisbane want to come and watch and throw fruit, feel free. That's a good way of getting fruit. Hooray! Um, <laughs> But other competitions. Yes. Other well, competitions. We had two. I know. They both started on a whim. <laughs> Normally I went, oh, let's give away stuff. So let's like- start with the accent competition. Because this was actually featured on Wired magazine. Yes. On yes. the internet. So we probably should get this done. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what the competition was, Dan. The competition was people from outside of Australia had to send us an audio file of them speaking in what they perceived to be an Australian accent so that we could hear what we sound like. Now, there was an enormous amount of interest, <laughs> and there were two, two entries, which makes it competitive. And it's a real competition. That's yep. the law. That's the smart ones to know better law. If we get two entries, it's a competition. Indeed. And so, very quickly, just here are two snippets of our entrance. Hi, this is Brad Sandman, originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area in the United States. 
Okay, this is the deal. Are you from a place that is in Australia? We want to hear you try to do an Australian accent. This is Carrington, Gregoire, and Dan Beesden are smart enough to know better. Right. So All right. So one from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. The and, Sandman. And one <laughs> from Toronto in Canada. Right. Carrington Vanston. Vanston. Yep. Yes. Awesome name. So Dan Beeston, to make this as awkward as possible, yes. I want you to yell the name of the person you think should win this competition on the count of three. Okay. Ready? One, one two, two, three. Sandman! Sandman! Hey! <laughs> Damn it, I was thought we were going to have a fight. Nah. Oh. And you know why? Because Carrington, he, he posted in and he said that we weren't allowed to make any of the jokes about the Canadians, <laughs> about mooses right. or, or hockey or any of the stereotypes. <laughs> yes. Took away all the fun. All, and all, all, basically, we had no, we had no chance. No, had, no chance. How can we get the accent? We can't mock, mock Mounties. No, I couldn't even say E at the end, because yeah, yeah, so oh, even enough. though that's how you talk. I know that's all of them. Great, all yes, all Canadians. <laughs> oh, nuts. No, no, don't. No, oh, yeah, no, no. Uh, I really. Hey, hey, hey! That wasn't me that time. Hey. I wasn't bagging Canadians that time. Woo! Okay. A, we have a Canadian who listens to us who's, who lives in Australia and he, he writes in to point out that nearly every podcast, I, Gregoire, yeah. mock Canadians and everyone. And supposedly he's making a list. So we're going to find out our naughty list. So, yeah. So, um, yes, please bring that on. That would be awesome. Chris, and use your real name. <laughs> as, as I can. All right. So, Mr. Sandman, you have won, of Philadelphia, you have won a cryptozoology shirt from Smart Enough to Know Better. Yes. You'll have to send us your size. That's right. We need your size. And a picture of... And, 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 and I don't know. What else take a picture of your naked torso and send it to <laughs> us so that we can give you a shirt <laughs> that exactly fits your beautiful measurements. Now, that's not creepy enough. We had another competition. We did. On a whim. Strangely uh, enough. Yeah. It's where our people... The other one going, we're going to have a competition. I'm the one paying for T-shirts. And, and, and doing all your graphic design for it. So well done. <laughs> the second competition was part of our cryptozoology, how would you become the best zombie? Yes. Not how would you become the best zombie fighter. No. How would you become the best zombies? We had a whole podcast, well, yes, a whole, art, a whole segment in a podcast where we discussed becoming the best zombie. So yep. we asked our listeners, how would you become the best zombie? We draw had, a picture. Draw a picture. We had a lot of people write in and tell us. We did actually have quite a few, a lot of interest and a lot of entries. I would do blah, 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 blah. But unfortunately, that wasn't what we asked for. We, we wanted a picture. So we couldn't really accept those entries. Yeah. We felt bad. But two people, count them. One, two. Sent in images. And there was Kate. Yes. Cannibal Kate. Cannibal Kate. Who sent in a drawing. And it was a crap drawing. <laughs> like, she sat down with a bio and a napkin. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, I'm on board with that. She went to the effort. Yes. It's the digitizing that takes the time. <laughs> and the thing is, she, what she does is she says, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I don't have access to all of these pieces of body armor that we were discussing. Mm-hmm. I've only got things around the house. What'd she do? She duct taped kitchen knives to herself. She did. Wrapped herself in duct tape <laughs> with knives on her arms it's pretty, it's, from the it's, kitchen. It was low tech. It was low tech and it was beautiful. We, it was we a thing of beauty. And we will we will definitely put these uh, links to these on the uh, on the show notes, these two competition yes. entries. Uh, so you can you can all hear them uh, hear them and see them. Now our other one was was by Forum User Fault and she basically dressed in a vaguely provocative outfit. <laughs> 
Schoolgirl. Schoolgirl outfit. Is the... Yes, I think it's the, yep. the fetish that we're looking at. Yep. Uh, that was pretty much all I noticed. So uh, was, was there something to do with zombies on that picture? She labelled all the different parts of her costume. Ah, right. There you I, go. See. That was, I, I couldn't yeah. read at that point. No, no. So, so now, <laughs> now we're in a really, we're in a bind. So Dan, on the count of three, so it's either cannibal case yep. or fault. Okay. Say that one, two, three, and we, have to, and we have to explain why afterwards. So one, one two, two, three. three. Cannibal Kate. You didn't say anything. I didn't. Because you know what? I edit the podcast, and you know what? I think Cannibal Kate should win. So I'm just going to say, when you say who the winner is, I'm just going to edit over it anyway. (laughs) Because you know what? We said, draw a picture. It's true. And the manipulation of sending in a semi-clothed picture of yourself sickens me to the very core. Say is, I was very impressed by the balls to the wall audacity of the situation. As in, I want a shirt so badly, I will take a picture of myself provocatively. That's no, I, I won't be manipulated, uh, Greg. Which is weird. We've, we swapped over. I'm the weird sexless one, and you're like the married guy. And now he's like, we swapped over. What's happened there? Actually, I just, I really get turned on by getting bound up in duct tape. <laughs> The winner is... Cannibal Kate. Hang on, no, I didn't mean her, I meant... Cannibal Kate. No, I meant... Cannibal Kate. I wanted... False to draw a picture, like Cannibal Kate did. Stop putting words in my mouth, a girl who won was... Cannibal Kate. Son of a... Cannibal Kate. Congratulations to our competition winners. Please get in contact with us, send me an email with your address details, and I'll make sure that I come and clothe you. Coming to FM Breakfast Radio is a whole new look team. Two guys and a girl. I'm Blokey Guy. I'm into sports, conservative politics, and slight misogyny. <laughs> I'm Comedy Guy. I appeal to Gen Y hipsters with my offbeat observations about life. And I wear a hat. And I'm the girl. What skills do I have? Boobs. <laughs> So tune in this summer to FM Radio's Two Guys and a Girl. Hey, so what about that local sports team playoff? I'd like to play off your mum. <laughs> oh, you guys. You know what the earth has too much of? Um, Sports. Yes, yes, Dan. Way too many sports. Not just that, leading into this second idea. You know why there's too many sports? Because there's too many medals. And you know why there's too many medals? Because there's too much gold to make the medals out of. And you know, that's the problem. Planet Earth has too much gold. So what you're saying is if there was less gold on planet Earth, athletes wouldn't be driven to become athletes because they wouldn't get those gold medals. That's right. You have silver, bronze, and steel. And then and people would be like, I'm not going to do all that training for silver. I'm sure as hell not running. I'm not going out there and I'm not going to go out running for, for aluminium. Yeah. Which is stupid because aluminium is ridiculously yeah. expensive. You idiots. You idiot sportsmen. Go running for aluminium. It's really all copper. Oh, my God. Copper. Look at Steel look, copper from out from everywhere. And it's it's like 80 bucks a kilo. Look, at look, look I came seventh. I got a tin medal. A tin medal. See, tin's crap. But you copper. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyway. Francium. But... but <laughs> Of course, gold medal's not made out of gold. Son of a... Cannibal Kate. They're coloured silver. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. Can we do that? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. She wins a shirt, but from now on, every time we say son of a bitch, (laughs) 
<laughs> we put her name oh, okay. in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they color the. It's it's gold colored silver. It's it's not not even plated. It's gold colored no, silver. Gold colored silver. Gold colored silver. Yeah, yeah. And the, what? Yeah, and Why? the silver medals are, are are silvered bronze, and the bronze ones are eight cats stuck together with tape. <laughs> You've been playing too much Minecraft, haven't you? That's what. They're doing. <laughs> Watch out! The creeper's coming. Uh, no, no, yeah, they 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 color the silver somehow. Really? Yeah, they oxidize it or deoxidize it or denatrooxidize it or something. Making, okay, so they don't plate it, not electroplating it in in gold. No, no, no. They 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 Just paint the, force they change the color. A, they force a chemical reaction in the silver to make it yellowed. Weird. Why yeah. Why do they do that? Ah, uh, because it's too expensive to give out gold, I guess. Oh, come on. The Olympic committees, they're rich. They're just being all, see the knee. And like, How did out. they get rich? Ah, uh, not hey? giving out gold medals. Yeah, uh, not by giving out gold. That's uh, true. So, and they, those cats in one, no, no. Uh, but there's lots of gold on the planet. Well, that's okay. There's isn't? too much gold. You, last time we talked, you said that there's hardly any. You no, said no, there no, were three swimming was, pools. There's three Olympic swimming pools in, in, we've mined from the ground. Yeah. That, one of us pointed out there's not a lot, but that's mined from the ground. There's a lot more gold. You've got to remember there's gold in things, uh, in chemical, you know, AU, something like, as in chemical reactions. It's like saying all the oxygen is, all, all the oxygen in the world is actually in the air. It's oh, not, yeah. Most of it's in the rocks. Silicon gotcha. oxides and things. But there's a lot of gold out there, and, but there's too much some gold. Of it's, some of it's locked in prostitutes' hearts. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been digging out all these years. Where's the gold? <laughs> been looking for gold. <laughs> that's terrible. We salute the working girls of Australia. I raise my hand to them. I Wait. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was the that's... I was saluting. <laughs> well, yes, we can tell. <clears throat> now, uh, there's too much gold in the, in the world, supposedly. They, they did some tests. They, though, mythical they, scientists, went and found the rocks, like the, the like slightly post-Hadian rocks. So imagine the Earth right back at the start four, four and a half billion years ago. Like, Spotty, pimply, yeah, acne. Hagen, oh, Voice hadn't no broken yet. And its surface was all molten and hot. And it started to cool down and solidify. And basalt, also basalt came out. And, yep. and, and so they're the first rocks. And some of those rocks are pretty much around today, almost four billion year old rocks. And in Central Australia sort of area, these rocks are just weathering away. So lots of good information. Mm-hmm. So geologists, I suppose, took samples of these rocks yep. and they looked at them and they checked and they went, wow, there's like one one thousandth of the heavy metals that we have in the modern rocks, the ones that are spewing out of Hawaii yep. and volcanoes. One one thousandth of the tungsten and of the gold and all that sort of things, like the heavier metals. Yeah. And they thought about this, well, well, that kind of makes sense. Because when your planet was in a molten form, mm. all the denser metals, what happens to dense things? If you put a dense thing, a dense object in a less dense fluid, what happens to the object? Uh, it sinks to the bottom. It sinks to the bottom. So you have all the gravity pulling it all in, dense mm. objects. So you drop it center. in Australia and it, it pops out at Canada. No, Britain. just sinks to the bottom of the planet. It just goes to the centre of the planet. Ah, oh, yes. is that how gravity works? <laughs> that's how gravity works. Well, that's why we have an iron core. The centre churning iron was making yeah. magnetic field. <laughs> Not talc. Yes, lots of talc. We, we have a core of talc. Core of talc. Talc core. The, yeah, it's a, Balsa wood. Just the entire, <laughs> entire yeah, core of the wood. playing a lot of Minecraft. That's the stuff. Balsa wood. <laughs> Gonna get down there. So you have the so all the denser metals go into the core, and they said, "Well, that's what should happen." Yep. Tectonically, things get do get dredged up again, uh, but not not that deep, and and so the only mm-hmm. the metal come out. It's too much gold, too many heavy metals. I'm trying to work out why of the of the modern rocks compared to the old rocks, and they thought about this and they realized that there was a and with other evidence as well. There seems to have been about three billion years ago a bombardment. We had lots of like the the they called the terminal bombardment. What a great name! The t- the terminal bombardment. Watch out! It's terminal bombardment. Why, why terminal? That means stopping. It's the last one. 
Oh, the last major bombardment. That's optimistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but the, the planet Earth did go through a period of heavy bombardments yep. and near the start, and um, actually for quite a long time. And, and this was the last one. This is the big. Near the end, supposedly. The term, that's, it's, this I, is I, the climax of the whole is, thing. That's right. Off with a bang. And 20 billion billion tons of material fell onto the planet Earth. That's a lot of material, or mainly mm. heavy metals, so gold, tungsten, these sort of things. Things. Which... So what you're saying is that in this bombardment, mm. the climax involved a golden shower. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, in fact. Mm. That is scientifically correct mm-hmm. and in no way can be construed as anything else. Only by filthy people. Yes, yes. you. What, me? Not you, him, that oh. guy. Oh, uh, the that listener guy. Yeah, the who was sitting there giggling yeah, to yeah, himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, oh, golden shower. It's funny to you, is it? Yeah. Oh, I see. The creation of gold in a supernova and flying through space is not just full of majesty and wonder. Now it's now it's a funny, dirty joke. Uh, yeah. It? Yeah. Oh, maybe this golden shower poured into Uranus as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You well, disgust me. You disgust me. So we have too much gold, and and that's why we, uh, uh, there's a lot in the in the crust, uh, a lot closer to the surface, which is really lucky for mankind. All these heavy metals shouldn't be there, mm. and, and we we would be like we, we could still be in a lot of trouble if these heavy metals weren't uh, weren't there. So you've got to remember these metals aren't made in Chad, our son mm-hmm. Chad. Can't make them. Okay. Uh, it's nuclear fusion. And we use gold for all sorts of stuff. And computers, yes. And, oh, uh, thank God that this golden shower was absorbed by the crust. You sicken me. Walk of shame! We say on this podcast, it is a podcast of science, comedy, and ignorance. We don't say we're correct. We say we will correct ourselves. Yes. Or if people write into us or phone us or throw things through our windows, we will read the rocks that uh, with a piece of paper on it and we'll explain how we got it wrong. And we'll come on here and we will man up! Yes. Man up, Dan! And yes. we'll say how we were wrong. Because that's important. That's how that's what learning is. Science isn't about being correct. Science is about learning from your mistakes and moving forward. Yes. So. The number 15 in Hebrew is is God. Yes. This is because the original Hebrew numbering system, all the digits were letters. Oh. So, like, a whole bunch of the letters form words or ah. numbers or concepts. But they wouldn't, but suppose they changed it so it wouldn't read as God. Indeed, indeed. So that's the one that they didn't do. But all the other ones, I'm sure that there are Hebrew... That's, a, that's not a walk of shame. That's more of an extrapolation on a yeah, concept. it is. Okay, that's, okay, I'll try. That's I'll, not, I'm not blaming okay, you. So we talked about the last bit. So you're saying all their numbers meant something. Not necessarily, but they were combinations of letters. Oh, okay. Because it's, yeah, they're using the same thing. They, Fantastic. Yeah. But they very quickly adopted the Hindu-Arabic mm. num- mm. numeral system. Yes. So that the one that we use, because... That was a bit ridiculous, counting with letters. It's it, 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 it one of those things. The, the, um, the Arabic people really helped a lot when it came to maths because they added the concept of zero. Ooh. And that was suddenly, as, as in it wasn't around before then, but as far as I'm aware, that could be a walk of shame after the walk of shame. Mm. But uh, yes, that was very important to have the number zero used as a null set. I think the Greeks could use zero, but they didn't use it as a null set. No, oh, right. As it not meaning not meaning what we call zero. Yeah. Nothing in the set. It's pretty exciting stuff. It's, it actually really is. I get really excited by <laughs> So I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't made any mistakes. Actually, Dan, I think you have. Uh-oh. A big one. It's been tickling my little brain since yes. the last time. You made some bizarre comment. Oh, God. Comment, comma, about comets. Oh, comment, boy. comma, comets. And you made some interesting allegation that the word comet, yeah. because it looked like a comma. 
Yeah. And even back then, it made me go, I don't understand. In fact, I think you said at the time, and I said, no, I am definitely 100% sure of this. <laughs> so I went and looked it up, yeah. and, and I should know this. I've been doing astronomy for quite a long time. When it hit me, and I went, oh, of course it is. It doesn't. Comet means hairy star. Uh-huh. Hairy star in Greek. Uh-huh. That's what it means. It's nothing to do with the comma. Uh, nothing at all. But it means hairy star in Greek. Well, I went when when you oh, to- oh. when you told me that yes. and when you're in so much trouble about that comma thing, oh. I went, Well fine. I will find the web page where it told me that it was uh, named after the commas. Yes. Couldn't find it. <laughs> I may have dreamt it. I don't, I don't know what happened. I love the idea of you having a, I was having a sexy dream and Scarlett Johansson was feeding me her own bum on a burger. And then suddenly she <laughs> said, Dan, Dan, take me. Comets are named after commas. <laughs> and I woke up and went, commas. <laughs> That's what I took <laughs> from that, that dream. <laughs> I think that was all we got wrong. Well, it's the only thing that anyone's told us we got wrong. Uh, we are self-regulating. But make sure you regulate us, ladies and gentlemen, especially... Any- you told me. Ooh. Uh-oh. He's you- pointing fingers. I'm in trouble now! You told me last podcast. Yeah. We were talking about how the pressure inside a spacesuit is yes. one-third of the Earth's pressure. Yes. So they're walk- working around in there. Yes. And then I said well, that would be the same as the climbing up Mount Everest. Yes. I wasn't uh, too sure. Yes, that's right. And Because I-, I thought, well, it would actually be thinner up Mount Everest because... People when they're climbing, they get all giddy and stuff. There's less air pressure, yes. And 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 and, and they're not getting as much oxygen into their mm. lungs, and they get and, mm. and that seems like a more dangerous environment than being in the spacesuit. Mm. Uh, so I thought that the air pressure would be even less on the mountain, and you went, no, 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 the, the air pressure will be substantially higher on the mountain. I thought it would be. Yes, am I wrong? Exactly one third. <laughs> makes sense, isn't it? When you make, that's actually interesting because obviously human beings can survive at that, that yeah. altitude and so therefore they, they go, that's probably don't get any less than that. Mm. The human body doesn't want to play with that game. Yeah. But you can have more oxygen. See, what you do is... That's, and that's what my next point. Increase the oxygen In the level. space suit, mm. they, it's one third atmospheric pressure, yes. but it's pure oxygen. Pure? Is it really? It's pure oxygen. That's a... Wow, really? Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, because if you usually when you have pure oxygen at sea level, mm. that's not good for you. Yeah, it's like it absorbs into your system and it breaks stuff it's on a molecular. Oxi- it's an oxidant strength. Yeah, <laughs> it's very bad for you. But at low at low pressures, it's fine. Oh, so it's there you the, go. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense too. So they don't have to worry about not getting enough oxygen in their bodies because yep. the whole damn thing's oxygen. Yes, oh, interesting. But surely they wouldn't be able to breathe that for too long. I, I have to look into that. But uh, they can breathe it a lot longer than at sea level. Right. Okay. So there are no adverse side effects. Like if you if you if you breathed pure oxygen for about four hours, mm-hmm. that would be quite bad. At sea level, you mean? At sea level. Mm. But up in space, they do four-hour spacewalks, walk in the park. Interesting. <laughs> Obviously, a much very complicated walk in the park that involves not being able to put your feet down on anything. But uh, the metaphorical walk in the park, <laughs> substantially above anything that looks like a park. Well, they're above all the parks, Dan. Above all parks. <laughs> walk above all parks. So that's it for Walk of Shame. If you have discovered anything we've got wrong, ladies and gentlemen, then you should write into us and tell us how wrong we are. It's important. How will we learn? How We're will we boys. learn? We're naughty boys and we need to be taught. And I do very little research. I get, I'll find something emotionally exciting and I'll grip onto it and I will rewrite my brain to, <laughs> and pretend that I have actually done real research. I'll make up websites, apparently, about commas <laughs> in order to make my point. Oh, man. You watch... You watch uh, the, uh, Everyone knows that you only get cyclones in the Southern Hemisphere. You watch how wrong I am. Uh, now, you were once telling me about the, the train 
uh, ethical problem. Yes, yes. So you've... Do you want me to explain? The, yeah, 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 the, you okay. explain it. All right, so the, the ethical problem is you have a train going down a track and you have uh, five people lying on the track. Mm-hmm. Tied there by a man with a large Large black moustache. And you have a lever in your hand where you can pull the lever and it will divert the train onto another track. I'll pull the lever. But there's a person lying on that track as well. One person. Do you pull the lever? That's the ethical problem. Do you sacrifice... Are the the needs of the one overriding the needs of the many? Okay, that's... But I have to make the decision. You have to make the decision. And a lot of people, most Mm -hmm. people supposedly, will pull that lever and then let one person die. But if you then say... uh, then the other, the other next level up is there's a train coming. There are five people on the track and mm-hmm. they're going to die. They're tied down. You have a fat man next to you higher up on the cliff face yeah. and you could push him off the cliff in front of the train, which will make the train stop, yeah. kill him, but stop the train. And those five people will live. Yeah. Will you push that person off the cliff? The answer most people say is no. Yeah. Because there's something about pulling a lever and, and pushing a guy off a cliff. Mm. That, and I think it's really interesting. It's something about the, the passing of responsibility. Yeah. Pulling a lever makes it easier. That's, that's what you're talking about. Yes. Well, I was thinking about this in relation to the anti-vaccination movement. Ooh. Because at the moment you vaccinize your kids and there's a tiny little chance that there'll be some sort of side effect mm. that will damage your kid. But it will protect your kid against all these outbreaks of stuff. But it will protect everyone else's kids mm. because we get a herd, herd immunity, herd immunity mm-hmm. which... Uh, it, it, the way I came up with a, a good metaphor for the herd immunity is imagine that all of the immune people are up on the land mm-hmm. and there's a little pocket, these pools of water on the ground of people who don't have an immunity. But right. then if there's too many people who sink the land down, mm. then those pools of water meet up and join up and uh, then you, your various diseases can pass between the vectors. pools. Vectors. Vectors. Yeah. Disease vectors. Okay, yes. I can okay. That. So you need a, a herd immunity of like 84% mm. or something for it to be really effective. And at the moment, it's a kind of on the knife edge. Of what is? Uh, the current immunity of ch- children in America. Compared to what? Certain diseases, obviously. For ce- oh, yeah. Some for, diseases we've For stuff like measles. And okay, stuff. right. Yes, I see. Um, uh, things like whooping cough. Wh- whooping cough. Yeah. Oh, God, annoys me. We still get that anyway. But you go, oh, well, why would anyone not vaccinate their kids? Mm. But if in their head they go, oh, well, I, I could vaccinate my kid mm. and he won't get these horrible diseases. Yes. But if I do vaccinate my kid and they get this horrible, they get autism, which doesn't happen. Which is not going to happen. Which has been proven. But, but people really have been get... told. Yes. Which is people incorrect. have been told. Yes, and, yes. and there are some side effects to vaccinations. They're really, really Rare, more, yes, but yes, yeah, much rarer than yes. The, the, the problem it does not cause autism. There but is no of course, evidence of that. if if your kid got measles mm. and you hadn't given them uh, the vaccination, mm. then you go, damn measles. But if your if you your, if your kid died from the vaccination process, then you went, oh god, I've killed my ah, child. Right, so it wasn't, so it's similar. Uh, it's like pushing the fat man off. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're will yes, okay. You're willing to save your child. Yes, you're willing to take. Take a chance by pulling the lever. Hang on, wait. <laughs> You're not willing to take a chance to kill your child in order mm. to save your child. Also, because no one has it around you. This is my other problem. Ah, we're yes. we're going to start seeing polio around that's very soon. But we thought we wiped out polio. Uh, and you asked what most people polio is, and, and I'm willing to bet they have no idea. They know it's a bad disease, but they've never seen it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm old enough to remember reading books about it. I, I can jump puddles and all these sort of books, and, and the TV set, but uh-huh. I'm a boy with polio. And, you, and so in my head, I had never seen it, but I've seen 
dramatizations of mm. it. But there are people younger than me who wouldn't know what polio was. Yeah. You wouldn't know. So if you're a young mother, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 sort of thing, and you have a kid, you don't know what polio is. And you, as you said, you could maybe get a vaccination that they might, one in a million chance, get some, a, problem, mm. a slight complication or polio, which is not going to get anyway. Yeah. But the problem is if everyone thinks that, yeah. you, you are all going to get polio. Yes. And this is the problem we're having. Everyone's going, well, there's no polio around, therefore it'll never be around. No, no, there's no polio around because we vaccinate against it. And it, it's, it's the chicken and the egg. It's yeah. like, no, you fools. The reason you don't know about it is because we've been doing the job properly. Stop forgetting why, how we got rid of it. Whereas I signed up to get more vaccinations. I've got experimental ones running through How's my blood. How's that going? That was very exciting. Good, we good. Could... My, my final one is uh, next month. So any superpowers? Yes. Slight monsterism. Um, nothing that I can, can separate from my normal list of amazing powers. That's, that's true. For anyone who doesn't remember, I think it was podcast six, quite a long time ago now, Dan and I both went in for the dengue fever vaccination trials. And unfortunately, I lived in North Queensland for a few years, and, and therefore I was ineligible from the trials. But Dan has been doing it now for quite a long time. Almost a year. Almost a year. So you were injected for six months, weren't you? Yep. And, and then you've just, now they're making sure. So based on what Dan's doing now, if, they can now start saying, well, he's not dead. He's not exp- He's part of a group of people, obviously. Mm. And hopefully it'll all come, come right. <laughs> they come in and go, you're the only one who survived. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I'm really excited by that. So very soon there could be a dengue fever vaccination. Now, for those who live in the tropics, you know what I'm talking about. This is a nasty disease. And once Ugh. you get it, you've got it for life. So Dan's already pretty much half protected from it. Well done. Superhero Woo! power. Uh, that's hope, I'm hoping I am because I lived up there and, and I've got some natural immunity, but I don't know. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I won't know. But if we, um, very soon within a year, we could have dengue fever va- vaccination. So if you're out there and you get your kid vaccinated against dengue fever, thank Dan Beeston. Dan, take a bow. Dengue superhero. Oh, ow. You, you intended that. <laughs> Every week we do a song, a science-based song, or at least vaguely science-related song. Yes. And this week... Science, like super, like Batman is a science. That's right. Oh, actually, before we go on, go we, on. Were, we were on the radio, uh, on um, ABC Radio, Australian Broadcasting Corporation Radio. Hello, AM ladies. <laughs> but we were invited to be the week... Uh, Why don't you invite me over for some coconut slice? And some tea, because the AM ladies are all old ladies. Oh, right, so, I see, yeah. T- they're not like the young, no, hip ones right. who want to give me an E. Right, I see, or, or um, or <laughs> Eckies. They, they uh, want to give me a tea. A doily. Ah, give me tea, very good. The, so we were, we were on AM Radio being the geeks of the week. So we talked for 20 minutes with John Birmingham, a local author. Also, uh, strange that nepotism, total nepotism. We interviewed him and suddenly he's interviewing us. So, oh, oh hey, it's all, it's all reach-arounds down so at uh, we'll, the ABC. Um, we'll link to the, we'll link to the us... What the? I wish I hadn't heard that. We'll link to the the interview. You can listen to us gabbling on for the first one. We're doing it every month, actually. Every week for the month. So we'll have a few to link, actually, the time we do this. Listen to them if you like. What was the point of this? Just to blow our own horns, I guess. We came up with a very interesting idea. A name for us to describe our podcast. It It just happened. We are the lipstick on the pig of science. <laughs> Smart enough to know better the podcast is the lipstick on the pig of science. We're trying to make science prettier and much more fun. So that's us, ladies and gentlemen. Please tell everyone about us. But John Birmingham pointed out that we were quite shrill and garbled. And basically he was implying we were very, very white and un... un, un uh, Un, 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 soulless? Un, unsoulless? I, I was thinking, uh, no groove, no hipping, no hipping sting. I went and found some rap. 
Science based rap. Offensive to Science so many people. Why was that offensive? Well, you know, Albert Einstein's German, and that accent was. <laughs> I think I quite like that. The things about like gravity stretching time, space time, but it's pretty close. Yep. And uh, and what else did they talk about? How it was based on his research? Pea brain. I really like that. When you yeah. when you see the video, when you go and watch the video on, on YouTube, then you'll see that he wasn't writing pea brain. P e a b r a i. N. He was writing P dash B R A N E. Brain theory. What is what, what's that? brain theory. They're talking about how there are these brains, B R A N E, and you like a membrane. Membrane, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's it's like string theory, but you take a string and you stretch it out. And yeah. So you have like two dimensions, and it's a brain, B R A N E. Mm. And that's saying how our universe could actually have been created when these two brains bumped into each other. And, and that's the end. that could be one theory of the universe, brain theory. I was really excited by that one. I imagine brain theory. <laughs> anyway, so that's rap battles, epic rap battles of history. Fight. Oh, yeah. So we're cool now. We're down with the yes. shizzles. Where are we? Stephen we... Hawking says, I like the fact he was a Snoop Dogg of science. <laughs> that's very cool. We're gangsters. Yeah, we? I guess. Sci- Gangster. Gangster. Words. What? Words. And before this gets any more awkward, I think we should say peace out, y'all, and come to the end of the podcast. You have been listening to Dan at smartenough.org. And Greg at smartenough.org as well. If you've got anything to say about how brilliant we are or how very wrong we are, please do email us or get into our forums on the website and you can complain and debate with everyone on there about all manner of exciting things. Smartenough.org. All there for your smartenough.org needs. Putting the lipstick back onto the pig of science since 2010. If you'd like to hear us on the real radio and you're in Brisbane, then... (laughs) Or you're on the internet. Or you're on the internet. Make sure that you start following us on Twitter. Mm Mm-hmm. 
which is SE2KB, in which case we'll be posting up all the links to the various podcasts and uh, radio programs that we're that actually yeah, that we're invading that involve us <laughs> doing the same crap that we Aww. do every month, which is the crap that you like. You sicken me. Still Other than that, we're not too. Uh, that's all I can. That was a look. I think yes. So, I'm, I'm having a stroke. Help me. <laughs> Down I go. I wife. What? I wife. Apple's I wife. New wife. Smaller. <laughs> thinner. <laughs> Looks good in a case. Illumination. That's the that's the Karen Gillan school of dramatic acting. Raggedy man, you come to my wedding. Have you noticed that? It's very weird. No. She she has she puts an extra consonant uh, vowel so at the end of her when she's trying to so you go you will come here, Dan Beeston. All right. Sounds a bit like she's pimping women at a brothel. What? We got the blunder. Hey blunder! If you were being racist or a race race track. Horse track. What are you talking about? I don't know. Running around the corner is the dog. Corner. Corner. Running, they're running around the corn. The corn, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and we just pull out all stops. Quick, quick. We just, we're going down. Maybe if I let more water onto the ship, we'll get there better. I'll wash the water out <laughs> with more water. We're doing well. Walk. 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 Up shame. Walk. Up shame. Walk. Up shame. Walk. Up shame. Walk. Greg's wrong. Walk. He's wrong again. Walk. Up shame. I do not know. These intros just get worse and worse. Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. No, that wasn't good. Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Please mind the gap. Put some boings in there. Great. <laughs> Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. That was my favorite. I want you to keep in his laugh. 12%. Could you keep in, keep in his laugh at the beginning and at the end he was saying that was much funnier? Can you keep that in? I don't need to use my actual forehead, do I? That's what I intended. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> God, next you're going to phone me when I'm ironing. <laughs>